Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hollywood Haymaker Podcast. I'm Dustin Dubuque. And I'm John Hanson. Welcome back. Yes, and we're fresh off our last episode of Aquaman and Venom. So we had a we have a follow up thing we have to say just because uh, the uh, director um, or co creator of Venom. This is his quote. Is this is this? Uh, I can click on it. Todd sure. McFarlane. Or uh, let me look. See if it loads up here. You could have prepped this. I could have prepped it because we just did it right now, <laughs> and I found it right there. Uh, McFarlane. Yeah. Okay. It is Todd McFarlane. Okay. So Todd McFarlane. This is his quote. Uh, he says, first off, that film critics were too old to appreciate Tom Hardy in the film. And here's the quote. This thing delivered everything it was supposed to do. It was gnarly, it was nasty, and it has a big, cool Venom. Oh, yeah. Venom was cool. I mean, I admit that. Uh, all, all seven minutes of screen time, <laughs> I enjoyed. Yeah, so apparently... No, no complaints <laughs> about any... Of Venom's brief moments, but in the it film. did exactly what you wanted it to do. It was for a moment. And was it gnarly and nasty though? Like, yeah, it was it nasty when he was when he was killing people. I thought it was nastier when he was eating the old food out of the, the trash can. That yeah. was rough. He was eating frozen tater tots. I don't like when my tater tots aren't even cooked halfway through, let alone pulling them <laughs> out of the freezer. <laughs> We've all had that moment. Well, he's Venom. He'll do whatever. So That's so funny. But speaking of, we, have a, we, we were just chatting about something that we were thinking about when we were uh, talking about Venom, something that we forgot last week. So, Well, I was just thinking about how when they make movies, uh, you know, I, I mentioned that Venom is, is barely in the movie, that it's mostly Tom Hardy. And I, I was thinking about how when they make movies, it seems like there's – they're afraid to cover the actors' faces. I think that's part of it. Maybe that's why they didn't want to put Venom in it too much. They want to show Tom Hardy the whole time. Good-looking guy. But the the movie is called Venom. Right. It's not called Eddie Brock. It's but I think a lot Hardy. of people are getting. There's a reason why big name actors are playing these people now, though. Yeah, and it, it's fine that you know he plays them when he's Eddie Brock, but we want to see Venom too. Right. But I, no, I'm not saying I disagree. But I think so many people have put so much weight behind A-list celebrities now taking over these characters that if you don't get enough Tom Hardy, people might say they didn't get enough Tom Hardy. I don't know who these people are, but <laughs> it, for me, if I'm going to a movie called Venom, I'm there to see Venom. You know? No, I'm not. I, I definitely don't disagree. The funny thing that I was going to bring up last week about Tom Hardy is that uh, so the last three big name movies he was in, like A-list movies, he covered his face. Bane, mm -hmm. uh, Dunkirk. Did you watch Dunkirk? No. He is the air pilot in it. So there's three stories oh, getting told. I do remember. And he has a that. mask on the whole time. And you can barely understand what he's saying. And then boom, he gets Venom and he's covered in another Venom mask. Even though now that I've watched it, Not really, he's no. barely, barely covered in it. Chris Nolan said he liked covering um, Tom Hardy's face because he thought he had nice eyes. Yeah. Well, he, he wanted to showcase his eyes. He does. So as Bane and as apparently as the uh, fighter pilot. Yeah, I mean, Tom Hardy's a good-looking dude, and he is he is transcendent on screen. I mean, the one movie I didn't bring up last week that I like about Tom Hardy is called Locke. Um, uh, I don't know. came out a couple years ago. He's The whole movie is it's, it's like 90 minutes long. He's driving a car, and it's all about the phone conversations he's having in the car. And it starts to – and he makes converse calls. And every call is different. It's like one to his wife, then somebody calls him, you don't know who it is. It's pretty much like a – 
a movie that's trapped in a single place. It's that's all he does. Mm-hmm. The movie does not leave the car, and it's in the car the whole time. I'm gonna and have to check that out. I, I like those kind of films. It's awesome. I have it all. I have to give it to you. Um, and it's Tom Hardy, and he he is totally captivating the whole time. I know it sounds for some people that sounds bad that all he is is on the phone for ninety minutes, but the whole time you're trying to unravel. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen here if it's if I'm going to be in this moment? And he care, you know, when it's only him, he looks great. And and Dunkirk, he is he's pretty interesting in that. That's a movie you should watch. You should check it out. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, that I think that's a big reason why. It's the same thing like the Hulk. You know, I think people like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, but they're not, they're not afraid to show him as Hulk for a good amount of screen time. Right. At least it seemed like it. I mean, he was part of an ensemble cast too. Different. So, I, it'd be, you know, I'd be interested in knowing um, who had more screen time, Hulk as Hulk in the Avengers or oh, right. Venom as Venom in Venom. Because in uh, Avengers, he's Hulk right at the end. No, which he turns no, a couple times. Thor. He turns a couple times, but he's part of an ensemble, so I would be. More forgiving. He, I don't expect Hulk right. the whole time. And you it, shouldn't. It's called Avengers. Right. So I'm going to get multiple different Avengers. But I'm watching a movie called Venom. I want to see Venom. But would Venom have fallen because of the Hulk thing? I thought the I thought the reason about Hulk, and this is why I'm glad that Hulk doesn't need another standalone movie, is Hulk is one of them characters that can't really... He doesn't carry a movie well because he's a big green mutant that can't really converse. He can just destroy things. I really enjoyed the Incredible Hulk. With is that Ed the Norton. is Ed Norton? Yeah, but Ed Norton's Ed Norton quite a bit in that. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say is Venom. Tom, I mean, I'm not saying there couldn't have been a little more Venom, but is Venom if you make Venom, you know, on screen for 30 minutes out of a 90 minute movie, is it can Venom carry that? Granted, Venom has a little more personality than Hulk. Hulk has when he's green, he he trashes things. That's about all he can do. At least Venom can. Talk kind of because Tom Hardy's still technically there; they can still converse with each other. Yeah. What I would have liked to have seen from Venom is I would have liked to have seen the symbiote get onto Eddie Brock very early in the movie, probably within the first five minutes. Um, it wouldn't have to fully manifest itself until maybe fifteen minutes into the film, and then from that point on, I want to see four or five good, significant scenes of sure. Venom. Instead, we got two scenes two. of right. Venom. Yeah, it was surprising that the scenes of Venom, one of them was, well, you got the half Venom scene where it's still Eddie Brock, but he's using the powers. And then you had the, the quick wood Venom scene, and then you there's, had the ending sequence. Yeah, there's a lot of little little teases where they, you know, the, the, the Venom symbiote has to manifest itself in different ways. I love the teases. I, I almost like that just as much as anything else. I think that's kind of cool. Well, then you must have loved the movie. Because that's all it was, was teases. Well, I mean, he only does that stuff, what, once, maybe? And that's still way late in the movie. Where the black ooze comes out of him? Yeah, where well, no, where he, like, destroys people. But he's Eddie Brock, but he's using the powers. That only happens, like, once. There's a part in his apartment. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That was kind of the big and one. The, yeah. But there's also parts where, like, he's running from, mm. from people and... Yeah, that's that's small stuff though. Like, yeah, it was that. all it was all real small. It yeah. was all real small. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's not that's like you said. Like we talked last week, that's just almost like every other one origin story when they first get their powers. Because 
if you're a superhero, you have to be able to move fast. <laughs> so every single one has to have the part where they learn that they can move fast. But yeah, I know it's interesting. But I'm sure that's probably why you would think, right? Are we still talking about Venom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for two for two episodes. All right, we're done. We're All not right. talking about Venom because we're here to talk. Yeah. Predator. Yeah. And we want to. Uh, we uh, we got on this idea that we wanted to you know switch up the episodes once in a while. Um, well, there's the new Predator that just came out, on and that's DVD, part of it. So yep. we thought it'd be a good time to be talking about it. Talk about the franchise, and so that's what we're going to do. We're just going to kind of run through the four uh, the four movies and and kind of talk about them. So I guess uh, if you want to take over Predator 1987 Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I first saw it when I was pretty young, and. Um, I mean, it's it was awesome then. I think it's it's probably it's still, still pretty awesome. Good. Yeah, um, just watched it, rewatched it about a year ago. Still awesome. The monster just looks so cool. Yeah, let's talk about the predator first because I I, I we got to assume that probably not everybody's seen all these movies. So um, it's I mean, people should know probably what it looks like, but yeah. it's you know it's a fully armored, it has claws, big nails, and then it has this helmet, which is pretty iconic, with the dreads off of it mm-hmm. that are – it's sweet look. And then the first movie, it looks so good. I actually think I'm going to talk about that in the second movie. It looks worse in the second movie. I have no idea why, <laughs> but it just does. But the first movie, it's awesome. Well, they, they might not have had the budget or something for it. Oh, yeah, definitely Stan not. Winston worked on the first yeah. film, I think. I think he's the designer of that okay. costume. He did the dinosaurs for Jurassic Park. And oh, okay. He's, you know, involved with a lot of the big, um, you know, prosthetic kind of animatronic kind sure. of monsters and things. Sure. Uh, I don't know if he worked on the second one. He may not have. But, um, but yeah, no, I, it's a great action film. I, I really like the Predator character, and I'm pretty confident he got more screen time than Venom got in Venom. <laughs> I'd say probably, yeah. Um, it's well the, the ending sequence with him and Schwarzenegger lasts quite a while. I put Predator and Venom in kind of the same genre a little bit. Sure, they're both kind of monster films. Yeah, um, and I, you know, I, Predator does it does it well. You get a good amount of the Predator. You get to see him. You get to get to know him a little bit, but not. Right. They don't spend the whole movie explaining the Predator. Yeah. He, well, especially the first one. I mean, yeah. that thing's just a beast. I mean, it's just there to kill. Yep, that's what he is. He's a hunter from from outer space that comes to Earth to hunt humans. Yep. Great idea. Very scary. Great looking monster. A lot yep. of good action. Schwarzenegger at his at his prime. Totally. Great movie. You can't complain about Predator. Yeah, and the thing I love about it too is uh, is the characters in it, like the six guys that go out into the woods, are all fleshed out just enough, like. They're not stereotypes of themselves. There's just enough there to each one of them to kind of prove that they can, like, handle themselves in this ridiculous situation. Yeah, you got Schwarzenegger. He's, like, the action hero. Yeah. You got Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura. With his famous, with the famous line, I ain't got time, I ain't to, got bleed. time to bleed. Love it. Yeah. Just uh, watched parts of it this morning, and I was like, oh, feels good every single time. And uh, then you got a whole bunch of other guys that you, you know just from 80s movies. Shane Black. Shane Black's in it. He plays kind of the... Bill Duke's in it. Have you seen another? That's the bald black guy with the big Gatlin gun. He's in so much stuff from back in that day. He's one of the guys you know, Bill Duke. That's the actor's name? Yeah. 
Uh, he plays Mac. I thought somebody else played that role. I don't know. I guess he I'm was just in Mandy. What about Mandy? Um, I don't know. I'm just on his IMDb. I don't remember because I only remember uh, Nicholas Cage the whole entire movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's good. Them guys are so uh, they're so big. But I also love that no matter how strong and awesome and tons of um, uh, like weapons and stuff that they have, the Predator they don't know what they're against, and this thing is here to destroy humans. And it doesn't matter. This thing's yeah. coming for you. It's the ultimate. It's the ultimate killing like, machine. It is. Well, and the fact that it, it's translucent, like a chameleon, so it can go invisible. But I love the fact that, and this is you know such a big part of the movies. There, it's invisible, but you can still see the shape, which is scary. I mean, that is yeah. that's what makes it good. Instead of just going completely invisible, and you see like the it's trees. It's a cool moving, effect. It's a good effect, yeah. and it's it's smart. Then it has the, you know, the laser on the head that shoots out and has these little gadgets that it does. Cause it's a pretty advanced like alien species. So, I mean, it can, re- it can wreak some havoc on you, but, uh, yeah, Schwarzenegger is great. I love, I love the, the towards the end sequence where he covers himself with the mud because he's predators thermal vision. Yeah. So that's how it knows where to, where to kill you and where to find you. Yeah. I was thinking of Carl Weathers. Oh yeah. Carl Weathers. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. He was the, Guy kind of gets them out there, right? It's been a little while. Yeah, yeah. I just have. I just was kind of flipping through it this morning, just trying to spark my memory a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like the ending sequence with Schwarzenegger uh, paints himself up. You know, they have that great. One thing I've learned now that I've we watch it, and we'll talk probably a lot more about the new one. Is uh, I didn't realize how all the Predators kind of have a really long end sequence. Uh, I learned that with this one, Predator Two. And, and especially well, the new one, he's like, not easy to kill. He's not, but it's like it's it's kind of fun. Like they all funny that they all. I realize the movies are all pretty formulaic, mm-hmm. but it's Predator comes, slaughters a bunch of people really fast, really fast, and then there's a really long extended end. Yeah, with the fight, with like about ha- like in every single one of them, there's like a half hour scene at the end of like, all right, here we go, we got to take him down. Sure, and uh, I thought that was just interesting. But yeah, the Schwarzenegger one is all. Oh, is just by far the best. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, like you said, that was the height of Schwarzenegger. 87, man, he was blasting movies out left and right. I yeah. mean, you know, that's around Commando and Running Man and all that stuff. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Predator 2, yeah. which I just re- rewatched this morning because I hadn't watched it. So when was the last time you seen it? Years ago. Yeah. So that's Danny Glover. Yep. Which is... Gotta go back. And it's in a city this time. It's in a city, it's yep. In the urban jungle. Yep, it is. It's urban jungle. It's uh chaos ensues. Of course, Danny Glover is the uh head of the, the police department. Yep. And uh he uh he uh re- there's gangs, there's gang warfare going on and all of a sudden like a couple of the gangs get they find some of the bodies and they're the other thing about Predator we should go back to from the first one. Uh Predator is violent. Yeah. This animal, this thing doesn't just come to kill. It skins people. It hangs them from trees and buildings. It guts them. Collects their skulls. It collects their skulls. As tr- yeah. I, I mean, it's. I don't know why, but you know how movies kind of you kind of learn that they're brutal. This movie never gets talked about like that. It's a super violent movie, but it's pretty. They're pretty violent. Well, when you make a movie about a a monster that comes to kill. 
there should be violence. There should be. You know, this is a. It's a movie that delivers. It gives. <coughs> it gives you what. What was advertised? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's. I mean, even <laughs> even the first part with the way Ventura gets killed, he gets the couple shots. The, sh- the first shot hits him. Blood hits the camera, and all over his face. I'm like, oh, <laughs> great effect. I'm like, and we've talked about this before. Predator, the old one, first one, does kind of make you miss some physical effects. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, nowadays everything is CG, and it's. I think it's more enjoyable when you see effects done practically. Even even with new films, when you just see it and it's done, um, it's done practically. It just looks better. It does. What movie were we just talking about? Yeah, we were just we just were, we were just talking of, about oh. a movie that had a lot of practical <laughs> effects in it that looked really good. Yeah, it, it, I love it when it happens, and that's why watching these movies sometimes is so good. But then, but the first Predator, I must have had a bigger budget, and I didn't look it up. But the second one, yeah, like I said, it's in the urban jungle. Um, Bill Paxton's in it. Gary Busey is in it, um, and Predator is killing a lot of people here. I mean, kind of willy-nilly. There's, like I said, there's the gang warfare, so you got gangs just getting slaughtered by Predator, and that's how they're um, trying to make seem like these kills kills aren't Predator because they think the gangs are just getting really bad against each other, but um, they realize that it's just a little odd. So Danny Glover and Bill Paxton and them are going after Predator, but of course Gary Busey. Somebody always knows that the Predator's around, and Gary Busey knows. This is pre, uh, I think pre-accident Gary Busey because he looked pretty, uh, he looks pretty young in it. Um, and yeah, but but I will say about the second one is, is is it doesn't hold up spectacular. You can tell the budget's lower. Um, Bill Paxton is hamming it up. I like Bill Paxton a lot. It's half the reason why my son is actually named Paxton because of Bill Paxton. I love him, and I, I hadn't seen this movie so long. He is rough in this. He has some of the worst lines. He's like the the new cop that wanted to join the force, and he's a sexist, and he's just makes terrible jokes. I mean, kind of cringeworthy. You're just like, oof, this is a bad role. This is not good. <laughs> it's like you know, five years earlier, you're in Aliens, being awesome. And now you're doing this, and this is rough. So, yeah. The thing I remember about Predator 2 is I enjoyed the ending. Um, I'm just going to give it away, because if you haven't seen Predator 2 by now, you're, you're not going to probably see it. For, but, um, ultimately, Danny Glover does kill the, the Predator. I forget exactly how. Yeah, so he, he they do, the, their scene is extensively long. Yeah. At the end, they fight each other all over a rooftop and stuff. Uh, he gets... He, what ends up happening is he falls through the elevator chute through, he's following the predator, you know, and uh, he hits a hole and then he falls, falls, falls and he lands and they're in the, the spaceship because predators from our space. Yes. And uh, this is what's funny. This is what, so I learned this and we'll talk about it when we get to the newest predator. Um, I love it how you can shoot a predator and this happens in every one of the movies a lot. But when the final person shoots the predator, it seems like it's really easy because that's what he does. Predator's coming at him. He just takes a shotgun out, blows him away like three shots. Oh, hits him in the chest, hits him with the stuff. Predator keels over. And I'm just like, wait that's a minute. That's all he did was shoot him in the chest. Yeah. Well, well, at this point, Predator's lost an arm. I mean, he's had a rough go. Yeah. But yeah, he just shoots him like, I've seen this Predator get shot. Bill Paxton unloads three clips on the guy straight yeah. point blank. But that's what happens. But you can explain the ending then. Yeah. So then, so, so he kills the Predator. And you think, okay, you know. It, it's over and like 
three three more predators up here because they've got <clears throat> they've got that ability to kind of camouflage themselves. It's like three. I think it's like three more. Oh, it's like ten more. Is it ten more? Yeah, it's a lot. Okay, it's been a little while since I've seen it, but yeah, a bunch more up here. And you're thinking like, uh oh, that's it. You know, they just saw him kill their their friend. Um, that must be it. He's dead, right? Um, no, instead they give him uh, an antique gun. It's engraved. It's got a year on it. Seventeen fifteen. Again, I just watched it. That's why. Yeah, and essentially that's his trophy. He's won. He's yep. won the hunt. Yep. Um, the predator was hunting him. He won the hunt, and they honored, you know, him with his trophy. And um, it was. I thought it was a great way to end that movie. It and was it, awesome. It gives you just a little bit of information about the predators and and who they are without without really explaining too much or going really too deep into it. And that's what I really like about these kind of movies. When you're dealing with a science fiction monster, like especially a monster like this, any kind of, any kind of made up sci-fi thing, less is more. Don't go into it with all these explanations. Cause it's just going to sound like nonsense. Just give us little hints and let us use our imagination to fill in the blanks. It's way better. Right. I even like the fact that, and again, another thing we probably left out is the predators can uh, translate. They can use their yeah. hearing. Mm-hmm. I forgot this. And this is, I don't know if you remember this from Predator 2. Um, you know, so they will mimic stuff they hear yeah. because they don't know. And <laughs> in Predator 2, uh, uh, he, the predator mimics something from the first one. When he calls him an ugly mother effer, uh-huh. he says it back to him, uh, to Danny Glover in this movie. I was like, "That's good." I'm like, "It's pretty funny." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "I'm like," because they all know that now because they hear it. So I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what a callback!" I mean, it's pretty good. So, uh, but again, like they use that still, but it doesn't still teach you anything about them. Like they're just showing you, like this is what the guy can do. That's it. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So he's an alien. He's foreign to our world, so we're not supposed to know. Everything about him. Yeah. And do you think they look better with the mask on or off? Uh, well, they look slicker and cooler with the mask on, but yep. when they take the mask off and they got that mouth that opens sideways, they look scarier. Yeah. Um, I love that they, they use both. Yeah, you I mean, yeah, I don't. If I had to pick one look over the other, I don't, I don't think I could do it. They're, no? They, yeah. They're, when they're hunting, you know, they've got their hunting gear and they got the mask because it's... Yep. It's part of their. It's part of their thing. Yeah, but the prosthetics on the on the on not mass face look great. Yes, they move well. But I love the the four claws that sit around the mouth. You know, yeah. so if anybody hasn't watched this, you got to watch these movies to understand. But or like look up a picture. They they look good. Well, I think everybody knows what Predator. I would is. hope so. He's a part of pop culture. I would hope so. Like Freddy Krueger, everyone yeah. knows. Right. But yeah. So well, we'll just hit these quick. Uh, I didn't count them because I don't. But Alien vs Predators. Do you have any care? Um, here's my problem. I like to see the predator as the bad guy, right? And in these movies, it feels like they're trying to team up <laughs> the the humans with the predators to take down the aliens, and that doesn't interest me as much. Well, it's because you know, it was one of the movies that was damned. If this is my thought: is what do you do with the aliens? They're just they're just straight aliens. Yeah, <laughs> they're here. To, they're here just to eat you. Yeah. So. It's almost like the Predator has to be the good guy, quote-unquote. Well, the tagline for the first Alien vs. Predator was, um, you know, it's Alien vs. Predator, whoever wins, we lose, which is a great Good line. tagline. 
But that's not the case. Because if the Predator wins, we win because we're apparently on the same team. Right. In that movie. So I didn't I didn't like seeing the Predator as basically a good guy. I want him as Agreed. he's a hunter. He comes here to kill I think he, I think in that situation he'd be killing the aliens and the humans. I think so too. And that would have been a, a scarier movie. And I never watched the second one. Did you? I did, and I don't remember it. I think it was yeah. more of the same in the first one. All right, that's why I didn't watch it. I got it from the first one. All right, that's all we wanted to say about those. So then you had 2010 Predators, mm-hmm. which I have not seen since I saw it in the theater because I was pumped. I was I was excited because I heard it was supposed to be kind of a sequel to the original Predator. I think it was actually written back after the original Predator. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly. And um, I was excited to see Predator as the bad guy again, but unfortunately in this one they introduce a second breed of Predator who is apparently the real bad guy. And once again, the humans team up, team up with the Predator <coughs> to take down the other Predator. Yeah. And I just... I, it wasn't but yet, I to but see. yet then there's Topher Grace who... Decides to go with the worst predator side of things, and here was my so I don't again. I saw the theater, hate it. I didn't like it at all. I was pretty sad. But here's the thing I remember: is all these people because you know I don't know how they get there, but they're in the you know they're in the forest going back to like that, and uh, they all have a different trope. Mm-hmm. The and they're all stereotyped. The guy from the prison has a shank. The Asian. Has a has a samurai sword. The big black guy has a monstrous, uh, like a mega gun. The girl, sniper rifle. Other black guy, AK forty seven. He's from Africa. I mean, I remember this. I've watched this movie one time, and I remember this. I'm like, give me a break. You gave them even their stereotypical weapons. I'm like, come on. And that's exactly what the movie. Was. And the Adrian Brody was the. Uh, Main character, shotgun. <laughs> I'm like, they keep it. That was their trope. This is you. But I did like the, you know, the other part I remember about the movie was the, uh, that, that whoever uh, played the Asian guy has the samurai sword fight with the Predator. Yeah. That was good. I was like, that's pretty good. Even though this Predator should just mount, just, just slaughter right Maybe through this guy. the rocket or something. I, I, he should have. Yeah. It's just fighting him hand to hand combat. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh my God, Danny Trejo's in it too. Um, and then because it's, this is a movie that's eight years old, you shouldn't watch it. But then Lawrence Fishburne shows up, which I think was spoiled in the trailer that he was in it. We were just having this discussion off mic. Stop spoiling middle of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, people showing up. And I remember cause that was a big deal. My buddy was like, Oh, I can't wait to watch Lawrence Fishburne take on the predator. Do you remember how that ends? No. So they go, they find one of the ships and he's hanging out inside of it. And they have this big conversation with him, you know, of like, I don't remember, but you know, it's, it's getting to the end of the movie. And a predator, of course, the, the the other breed gets into the hull, and Lawrence Fisher blows him away and disintegrates his body. My buddy goes, "I'll never forget." We were sitting there. He goes, "Oh, well, that's not what I wanted." <laughs> He's like, "I was expecting Fishburne to take these guys out." I'm like, "Well, little do you know, he showed up to set for one day to shoot the scene, and he didn't have to even leave the one uh, the one area on the set and." They just disintegrate him. So, um, yeah, that's it's funny we did this thing on Predator. But now we're here to the new one because it just came out on DVD, which is yeah. why I wanted to talk about it. And this was called The, the Predator. Predator. Okay. 
Can we talk a little bit about that? Uh, predator, Predator 2, Predators, The Predator. Right. Come on. Give me a tagline or something. The next one's going to be called A Predator. A Predator. <laughs> or Preda, comma, Tor. <laughs> like, um, so, okay, so we got the new one. And you saw it in the theater. I did. <laughs> I remember this was when we were starting this idea of this podcast. This is one of the first movies we were like talking about big time because you went to the theater to watch it. And I was like, there's no way you're going to drag me to a theater to watch this because I thought the trailer looked terrible. Well, I was once again optimistic that the Predator would get to be the bad guy. Um, I had heard bad things from, from other people that had seen it. They said it was pretty bad. But I, I went in with, I think, low expectations. And um, I, I'll be honest with you, I really enjoyed it. The Predator, he finally he finally gets to be the bad guy again. A different different Predator. Remember, like, the, there's a good guy Predator, kind of. Well, you're giving away a little bit of it, but that there's early. there's there's a there's a predator at first that the the opening scene is um, basically a like a rogue predator that's coming to Earth to deliver a message or something, yep. right? Yep. Um, they well, the rest of the predators they kill him pretty yep. pretty quick, pretty early, yeah. Yeah, so it does become, you know predator as villain yeah and he's a little bit bigger a little bit more ba looking yeah he's he's a they tell you right off the bat he's a bigger predator so yeah be afraid yeah it's for me it was a fun movie if you don't put a lot of thought into it i mean these are it's a predator movie it's it's got for me it, it gave me what i was looking for i got the predator looking cool killing people being the bad guy and i had fun with it there was some humor in it um I know a, a big complaint that I heard about it from people is that they felt that the humor didn't work. It didn't. Well, there was a lot of it. Well, hang on now, because to me, there was two categories of humor in this film. There was a character in the film played by Keenan Ivory. Keegan-Michael Key. Keegan-Michael Key. Thank you. I almost said Keenan Ivory Wayans. I know the difference between those. <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peele. I'm a big fan. He's in the, he's in the film. And, um, he, he plays a character that cracks jokes in the movie. Um, he is not that funny. He's not, which is fine with me because that is not the movie trying to be funny. That is the movie has a character in it that is trying to be funny. And it's okay that that character fails to be funny inside the movie. Sure. That is different to me than a movie trying to be a comedy. That is a movie that has a character in it who is a failed comedian. And I'll give you that one. Okay. To me, when the movie itself tried to be funny, I'll give you an example of, of one of the jokes that really I thought was, was great. It was just a fun moment in the film. When they had that first predator in the science lab and it was unconscious and the girl comes in there and the, the doctor, the, the scientist guy is basically showing her around and he says, this, this is the predator that we were telling you about. And she says, why do you call it a, a, a predator? She says, it sounds the way it behaves, the way you describe it. It sounds more like a, a sportsman. It's like a fisherman or something like that. And he says, um, he says to her, well, we took a vote around the office and uh, we thought predator sounded cooler. I'll give you that one. That, that is a good, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. It's a good joke. And that's it's and it's moments also, like that that worked for me. And you just submitted it worked. That one and that was also a joke that's 
working to explain something to. Yeah. It's not a throwaway line. Yeah. It's a joke that's explaining why it's even called this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. And I'll give you actually both sure. points. Those both are good points. Yeah. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key, that is his character. Anybody who says that, oh, he's not funny, like, that is the point. He's, he's not supposed to be he's funny. He's not supposed to be funny. They hate him. They, he's trying to be funny, and he's an irritating character. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. The main character, um, Quinn, I guess is his name, uh, he cracks a ton of jokes in this movie. Like, every other line of his is a sarcastic comment joke. None of them are that funny. And they come at always inopportune times. And even at the end, at that point, they're still, like, trying to shoot down the Predator. And they're in, like, the part where half of them are getting killed. And they're still saying these lines. And I'm like, no, stop saying the lines all the time. And him and Olivia Munn say the lines together. I'm like, we'll get to Olivia Munn here in a second. Um, I, uh, it just became a lot. But I'll give you the points you said though. That is a great the 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 that line sticks out heavy. The the predator line that is yeah. that's funny. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny for me. I just I, I thought it was a fun movie. I didn't expect a lot from it. I expected to see the predator looking cool and killing people, and I got plenty of that. <coughs> so I was satisfied. Sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's interesting. There's a few interesting parts to it. I mean, it's interesting that Shane Black directed it, considering he was in the first one. Yeah. It's cool that Gary he's, Busey... He's become a director. And right. He's a writer and yeah. stuff, too. So. It's it's cool that Gary Busey was in Predator 2, and Jake Busey, his son, is in this one as the scientist. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that aren't cool. Uh, Livia Munn's miscast completely. She is ridiculous in this. She does not fit. The whole time, she's this person who they bring in who's really smart, and they show her the Predator, like you said, and... She all of a sudden in minutes becomes a bee, just a badass who can, you know, fight with these rogue guys who come in to take out that just think they can, they're just going to take the predator out because they're prisoners anyway. So why not? She's rough. There's many times where I'm like, you just don't fit this movie. Like even during the end sequence, I'm like, you just, you're out of place. I, I don't care. She's Cause out of place. The predator is the star of the show and I got plenty of him and. He, he was cool and he killed people. So uh, There has to be more to it, though. No, there does It does have it's to be. It's called The Predator for For an reason. hour and 50 minutes. It's not an hour and 50 minutes of me watching Predator just kill people. That's oh, just not it. That's all I needed. It's, I need more than that. I can't just watch that. That's nothing. That what is you, nothing. What did you want? I'm not saying I need story. a bunch of stuff. I'm not saying I even need that. I, I And I'm... I was having troubles watching this. I don't know what it was, but I, I remember when it hit like the 50 minute mark, I was like, I'm, I, I've checked out. I don't care about any of this. Thomas Jane was that he was trying to be funny with his Tourette's. That was supposed to be a gag in the movie that his Tourette's, none of that was funny. I did like the fact that they explained the fact that these are just prisoners who, what else do they have to do? Like, they're like, pretty famous people and they can't go anywhere. They're getting transported. That's why they're killing or they're going after Predator. Uh, that was c- clever as a way of like, mm-hmm. oh, these guys are pretty awesome, and because they got this far for a reason. Oh, uh, why not? Who who cares? You know. But uh, they were yeah, they were people that were like, were they on death row or something? Yeah, I think they're all on like death row. And yep. um, when the predator shows up, <coughs> they this is like their opportunity to try and redeem themselves. And yeah, they're kind of like they're almost like the Suicide Squad in a way. They're basically on a suicide mission, pretty much. Um. um well, and then, you know, the whole reason why the Predator came back is because the, the main guy, Quinn's son, has Asperger's, and he, uh, Quinn has done some stuff. The stuff with the kid, I didn't, it didn't rough. make any sense. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. And the kid apparently went from Asperger's to genius. 
to like because they try to use Asperger's as a reason why he's a little more analytical and smarter. It turns out he can literally read the predator language. Yeah, what happens in the movie was the the main guy. He's like a military guy, and he he keeps a piece of the predator technology and he smuggles it home or something. Yeah, he takes the oh, excuse me, he takes the mask and the arm. Yeah, arm thing. And the kid ends up with it. Yeah, because he sends it home. He sends yeah. it in packages, and uh, the kid ends up opening them yeah. because he's not home yet because he gets in trouble. Yeah. So the kid opens them, and then he uh, he starts playing with them. He puts the mask on, and that's what calls yeah. the other predator, the big bad one, to come to Earth. Yeah, I feel like we didn't need a lot of that. but And there was a lot of it. At the end, yeah. the kid becomes like, the main guy, Quinn, gets mad at everyone because they're shooting people around the kid. I'm like, I think there's other problems here. I understand <laughs> They, that your kid has a disability, and and then he, then Quinn ends up, they have to get over that hump because they realize that it's going to go off the rails. Quinn ends up killing somebody right in front of him, and he goes, he's like, we're not killing any more people, and he, the kid points to the dead body like, dad, he's like, well, that's just one, and, which didn't work. And, uh, and now the kid is involved, and then the end ends with the kid, like, in the science lab <laughs> with alien technology that's probably the biggest thing on Earth, and he's the one running the computer with the scientists by himself. And figuring out how to work it. I'm like, now he's a genius. I'm like, man, what an amazing... Uh, that was rough. That was backstory that wasn't good. I I guess for me, movies like Predator and Venom are... Um, I don't... I, I guess I have a little bit different expectations when I watch them. I don't expect the story to necessarily be great or even make a lot of sense sometimes. <laughs> but what I look for is just sort of like the action and the gore. And this might sound weird, but it's, it's almost like um, I would compare these type of films almost to like a pornographic film, where when you watch a pornographic film, you're there for the sex, right? <laughs> right, sure. When you're watching these kind of films, you're there for the violence. Sure. And the scenes are there to get you to the next violent okay. scene. Nobody watches a <laughs> pornographic film and says, no pizza guy is that forward. <laughs> okay, right. right. How, okay, here's the... Well, take your analogy then. Okay. Uh, how often do people watch an hour and 50 minutes of that pornographic film? I don't... I wouldn't know. I'm just, you're the expert. I'm just saying. <laughs> how many people, on average, probably watch an hour and 50 minutes of that pornographic film? They probably don't. So... That's completely where I would say if it's with as this. good as the Predator. I'm staying for the whole thing. I think a pornographic film, most people would skip the first 35 minutes to get to the first gore scene, and then skip again to get where you need to be. Uh, I I enjoyed the movie. Um, it's definitely not a perfect film. It's not a it's not a oh. exceptional film or anything like that. But for me, I enjoy seeing the Predator <laughs> look cool and kill stuff. So that's and I all needed, I needed. And I th- I mean, he was killing plenty. But I don't even think the kill was the kills were all that riveting. I mean, there was a whole scene in the in the lab where all he was doing was slicing people, and he wasn't even it wasn't even like that. I mean, there was a couple that were pretty, that were pretty brutally awesome, and that one where he takes that guy's head off was just crushes it. I was like, okay, yeah, good job, crushing heads. Sure. But I didn't think every one of it, and I, I actually thought the end scene, which which felt so much like the other ones. And maybe it's just because we've watched them. Are you I, talking about the final, yeah. the final tag of, at the end of the movie? The final, yeah. Oh, not that. I was guess I was leading up to the spaceship scene. Okay. The spaceship scene, so. There's a scene, yeah, there's a scene where he's riding on top of the, <sighs> the good guys riding on top of the spaceship and the, the cloak, the um, shield kind of activates. Yeah. 
and it, it, it it's almost like it's made out of like a hard plastic or something and he's trapped underneath of it yeah kind of keeps him attached to the ship right while the ship is taken off um you know again i didn't mind it because yeah. it was i didn't i didn't expect a whole lot it was, it's just fun it's just it's meant to just be fun and, and sure science fiction yeah nonsense. oh totally and i think the the other thing maybe it was which it's funny just because we're talking about prayer and, and go back to the first one and like i said brought it up like you know 35 minutes into the movie of the six you know guys that are going to kill predator you know two of them get off like right away this one none of them get off and they wait all the way to the end and you know what's going to happen they're all just going to go one 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 and you're just waiting for how they're going to go and uh, uh, so formulaic i'm like now these guys are here just for a good kill and of course every single one of them gets their good kill mm-hmm. and they all go down you know one of them's going to go down in a heap of glory you know, the, you know, another one's going to just get, tr- you just know it because you've seen it. I didn't so think it had on it. I just, I just enjoyed the ride. Oh, it's just, it's, I don't know. It, you know, I'm surprised I didn't too. I, I don't mind enjoying rides on movies and sometimes they do. And I was, when I was watching, I mean, that's what I was going for. I'm like, let's watch Predator kill some people. And, mm-hmm. and I, I just didn't get taken on it. I, I was going to text you at my, I, I remember I stopped it at 53 minutes and I was like, I thought I was hour 20 in um i i stopped like oh my gosh i can't i'm having trouble sitting here and i literally like took a break went and grabbed some water sat back down like all right let's do it because i had to like get myself through it i don't know why because i I firmly believe with you i didn't feel like i would be like i feel like i would feel like you yeah i for whatever reason i i liked it i didn't expect a lot um i the movie ends with a great little tag i'm not going to give it away but it there's a great little moment right at the end of the film that, there is. that I, I was pretty excited about too. So it's, for me, it was just a really fun <laughs> film. The predator as the bad guy killing some, some people throughout the movie and um, just great fun. couple funny parts. I liked it. I mean, look, I'm not going to say it's the greatest movie ever made. It's, but it's for me, one of the more enjoyable predator movies that has been made probably since the first one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every history throwing the two universe predators in there and then predator. I like this one better than I like predators or alien far. versus predator. Yeah, I, I agree. So for me, it was, it was a good, um, you know, it was a good, it was a good predator movie. It might not be a great movie, but for me, it was a good, a better than average predator movie. Sure. Yeah, I guess you're putting in that context, yes. Yeah. But it was just still... It's amazing, you know, Predator is one of the franchises for me that I know is not the greatest. I mean, I'll say the first one, and the first one's really good. Um, but you still kind of like it anyway. Yeah. It's kind of like Friday the 13th. Like, you know, none of them are that good. Mm-hmm. But you still yeah, kind of like if it. If it's your thing, I think you'll like this one. Sure. I wanted to like it. I was, I was expecting to like it as much as you did. Just like the... I just didn't do it. Just didn't do it for me. I'm sure we'll have more movies in the future that are just like that on the other side but yeah i was ready but if you do want to watch predators if you've never seen any of them just watch you know for sure watch the first one with schwarzenegger that's oh, a, yeah. that's a must watch i think it's top five of his movies of, of schwarzenegger yes yeah. oh up there with terminator 2 yeah. um probably terminator 2 is his best movie and then probably yeah probably predators definitely up there i don't think so it depends on probably who you are, but I think it'd be tough to uh, not assume that's probably top five for most people for, for that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it still, and it still looks good. Again, I told you, I, I watched, you know, an hour of it this morning just to get, you know, kind of revisit my mind a little bit on some of the characters. And, yeah. Ah, the woods look good and it just looks, it feels gritty. And again, stuff you just don't get in movies nowadays, you know, it's, you just don't get people putting Arnold Schwarzenegger in the middle of the woods for a little while anymore. It's all, so. Um, yeah, it's all practical. Oh, by the way, the movie we were talking about recently that used all practical effects was Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So practical effects. You can always it's tell so fun. the difference. It really makes a difference. It's, it really does. So, so yeah, I mean, if this is what you have, if you've never watched any of the Predators, you know, start, do the first one for sure. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. You know, if you like it, you'll like it. If you like to see some good stuff and, you know, old movies that still go over pretty well and are pretty violent, while having a cool, cool villain. Yeah. I mean, he's absolutely. cool. I mean, absolutely. you can't say no against that. So, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, I think that's where you should where you should go and if you haven't watched any of the other ones or if you've watched a new one let us know uh you can find us on facebook hollywood haymaker podcast we always like to hear what everybody else thinks mm-hmm. um and that's where you can go find us give us a like share comment all those fun things uh if you have any requests we take them as we can you know uh we're busy men but we like to watch movies anyway and if we want to help people out let us know that so that's how you can find us and i think that's it yeah, thanks for listening. Listen to me, honey, dear. Something's wrong with you, I fear. It's getting harder to please you every year. I don't want to make you blue, but you need a talking to. Like a lot of people I know, is what's wrong with you.